this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, everyone. Happy Wednesday evening. This is James with the Survivor After Show here at AfterBuzzTV.com for Survivor Second Chance, Episode 4, What's the Beef? What's the Beef? I'm James Wallington, like I said before, and across the table from me is... Susanna Kim. You can find me on Twitter at Susanna underscore Kim or Instagram at Susanna Kim. Perfect. We're down a member in the studio tonight. Paige, we miss you. It's a great episode tonight. Would have loved to have known your (laughs) feedback, but... I'm sure we'll get, like, five seconds next week to ask right, yeah. <laughs> uh, But before we recap tonight's episode, I feel like I owe everyone who views our after show an apology, as well as you, Susanna. I, last week, probably had poor word choice when I was giving a prediction, and I said that I heard rumors about something that might happen on this season of Survivor. When in actuality, I was basing an opinion on a news article that I had read in the beginning of September regarding Terry's son. And last week on the show, I had said that I had heard rumors that he leaves the game due to medical reasons with his family. But really, I just wanted to quote what I read that made me think that personally. So I found a news article that was on The Current... I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's C-O-U-R-A-N-T dot com regarding, again, Terry's son, Danny Dietz. 
And it says, because of contractual obligations with Survivor Cambodia, which began filming May 31st, Terry is not allowed to speak about the show's content or his logistical dilemma. We can say that Survivor Cambodia begins airing September 23rd, and Terry's story will be a fascinating one. So because of that quote alone, I just make a prediction that maybe we will see eventually on the show, Terry face this dilemma of... He might have to leave the game due to family reasons. Right. I don't know if it really sense. does happen. I don't like to read spoilers. I'm that much of a super <laughs> fan, so mark my words. I know nothing that happens on this season at all. So right. I just want to make that clear and clear the air moving yeah. forward because I know that I got a lot of tweets last week that people were like, you spoiled the show. I, I can't believe very, you released a spoiler. Very and... informed super fan. <laughs> yeah, I like to catch up on articles. Yeah, you know, awesome. that's our job as hosts here at After Buzz is exactly. to stay in tune with anything Survivor related. And because this was Survivor related, I formed my own opinions on Terry and what his journey might become on this right. season of Second Chance. Either so. way, I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah, me yeah. too. All right, you guys. We have a lot of people in the live chat right now. I just want to give some shout-outs really quick to Cutie Mist, Tori Brewster, Sheena123, Plume B, Johnny Rivera, who else? Joseph Boza, as always. God love you. You're awesome. <laughs> Good luck in night... Good luck, Night Bear. Yeah, you guys are just already blowing up the live chat, which we love. So thank you, and keep the conversation going as we recap tonight's episode number four. What's the beef? Ugh, (laughs) was that that too? Was that too honest? Yeah, I mean. What were your overall thoughts on the episode? Overall, I'm getting tired of seeing a lot of the same faces. (laughs) Abby Maria, just to put it out there. I totally agree. I totally agree with you. Oh my god! Like, I mean, there are other people on this season, right? There Mm -hmm. are other people. Gosh, we just keep seeing. Well, we saw Monica for the first time in a while tonight. Yeah, there's Monica finally. Oh my god! I actually wrote that. I was like, "Welcome to the show." Welcome to the show, Monica Padilla. And then I even tweeted like. Uh, where's Kimmy? Like, right. I voted her. Why am I not seeing enough of her? Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we haven't seen much of anyone. We got a little bit of cast, so that mm-hmm. was that was exciting for me. I was happy about that. It was a great episode. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so diving right into this episode tonight, we saw the Angor tribe coming back. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. From Tribal Council. And immediately, a conversation is struck up between Tasha and Wu, discussing how Varner should have been the one that gone home over PG, because he's the center of all the drama. Right. This is when, of course, Abby Maria, being Abby Maria, approaches Tasha and tells her that she doesn't like how she pulled Wu aside on the beach after Tribal Council. So annoying. So <laughs> annoying. So annoyed by all of that. Really? Really? Like, you guys just have because to open Wu the show voted for you, yeah. she's not allowed to talk to her? Yeah. Like, I, don't, I just don't, I don't get it. Yeah. And I'm just, I don't know, like, I, I appreciate that she just confronts people, you know, face-to-face. She doesn't talk about them behind their back. She's very like, hey, you know, Wu, you voted for me twice now, or hey, Tasha, why are you talking about me? But it also makes things so awkward. Like, like mm-hmm. I understand, like I appreciate it, but it's also really like socially, would I do that? Mm, I don't think so. You well, know? I think a lot of it stems from what I think Savage 
hit it on the nose perfectly tonight. Oh, yeah. That he is wary about being in an alliance or some sort of pact with Abby Maria because her insecurities are so deep-rooted deep yes. that her paranoia that is out of this world. Oh, my God, yes. Which, like, that's when I, I was tweeting tonight, like, live-tweeting during the show, and I was saying, like, you know, Abby Maria, like, there's moments where I feel bad for her because I don't think she really... Understands how aware. insecure she is. Exactly. So I think Savage completely hit it on the nose with that one. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I totally wrote the same thing down, and I also wrote "duh." Like <laughs> I mean, it's just so <laughs> obvious. But yeah, like you said, she's just so unaware of it, which is kind of sad. But also, she's not very. Um, I don't know. She's just so like, uh, like okay with being rude and okay with being confrontational that it's like hard to really root for that. I guess. Agreed. And Joseph Boza in the live chat just said, I can't stand Abby Maria ever. She is on the wrong damn show. Excuse right? my French. Right? I think Abby Maria would fare better on like Big Brother, but yeah. like Survivor is just not. Yeah. Doesn't she work makes for me, me feel like I'm watching a different show. I said that last time, but yeah, I feel like I'm watching a, you know, a lower grade reality show. <laughs> like, just, I can't. She should yeah. be on Bad Girls Club. Ex- oh my there God. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the next morning, uh, Angora wakes up and of course the reality of not having abundant resources is really starting to hit home with a yes. lot of these contestants. Savage points out the fact that they survived another night in this hell hole mm-hmm. and that they're li- literally living in hell. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine being completely stripped of resources that I had for the first week in this game right. and then having to start from complete scratch. Yeah. And then especially in a, like a territory like Cambodia, like I just, I would feel like I would be living in a hell too. Right. And that on top of them ending up on the bottom all the time, like, you know, they're already having such a hard time socially with the game, but then to add in the whole physical factor and just make it that much harder on the one, on the one tribe that we just keep seeing. Yeah. Agreed. Unfair. Um, well, that was kind of like the intro to the episode tonight, and then we dove right into the reward challenge, and in yeah. the last few episodes, we've seen a reward kind of go hand in hand with the immunity challenge, but tonight right. there was two separate challenges, which I loved. I loved it. <laughs> so for the reward challenge, the challenge brought me back to Survivor Africa. I don't know if anyone else remembers, on Survivor mm. Africa, there was a challenge where they had to jump on the catapult and fling, like, African, like, objects, or, I like... Yeah, and just and land into the net. So it made me think of Survivor Africa, which I loved. I love all the like the nostalgic parts of this season of Second Chance. Right. But it reminded me of Survivor Africa. What they had to do is that it, the twist of this challenge was that was a hero's challenge. So every tribe only had to pick one person who would carry the weight of the entire tribe on this challenge. So they had to put all their eggs in one basket to compete. So for Angor tribe, they had Savage, the Bayonne tribe. Jeremy and Takeo Dietz, mm-hmm. which I loved. Like these three alpha males just completely duking it out. It made the challenge that much more exciting. Yeah. What did we, you think of the reward? I don't know. I, I was a little surprised because I felt like, oh, these are going to be such obvious choices. I really thought we were going to see Wu uh, in that. And I really thought we were going to see Joe. I thought like those are like such obvious answers. Um, but we kind of got the older guys. And I, I don't know. I really liked it. You know, I, I never... I never, like, considered them as huge physical threats. But after that, I was like, dang, all right, pulling one out for the team. And, yeah, I think that I think it gave them an opportunity to kind of feel like 
uh, like they're providing, you know, like almost like a fatherly sort of. Yeah, I like the comparison. That totally works. Older guys stepping up. So, yeah, I loved it. I loved everything about it. Well, if you were the first tribe to finish, you won a Survivor barbecue set, which at that point, like my mouth was like salivating. I was like, oh, my gosh, barbecue sounds so good right now. I'm a little jealous. (laughs) The second place to finish got some sort of basket. And I couldn't really tell. Like he didn't really elaborate on what the second prize win was. Protein in there. Yeah, Yeah. it looked like a like a basket of cheese and fruit. But if you guys are watching right now in the live chat, and there's like 15 of you, can you kind of like affirm for us like what you saw saw the second place tribe win? Because I still uh, did not catch that. But of course, if you're the last place to finish, you got nothing. Mm. Absolutely nothing. Mm. Um, During this challenge, what I thought was really interesting is. After, like, two rounds of, like, getting the the bags from the ocean, Mm -hmm. Jeff flat out calls out, you know, 10 days into this game, and you can already see the wear and tear of this game just from little sleep and little food. Mm -hmm. The the three alpha males seem to be a little sluggish towards the end of the challenge, and it was like, oh my gosh, this could literally be anybody's game. Any one of these men could win. So... Do were you shocked by who won the results? Um, yeah, I guess I was a little shocked. Yeah, no, I was really shocked. <laughs> I mean, cause just because you kind of expect them, you know, not to do well. They haven't had the resources. They haven't had the food. They already talked about how exhausted they were. So I was kind of shocked um, about that. But like you said, it was totally anyone's game. Anytime someone missed one of those shots into the you know upper net or whatever, I was like, oh, anyone else could win this now. So you know, I liked that. But yeah, yeah, I was a little shocked that they. Um, that they ended up winning, and, and I and, and I mean, going past that, I was shocked that the reward didn't end up really helping them all that much. For you know, yeah, well, we didn't even there. really see them enjoy it. Like I, we true, did, yeah. kind of, but not like yeah, I saw one as elaborate skewer, I think, as I would have thought. Yeah. yeah, I definitely loved how like the old school Survivor Savage and Deeds completely won for their tribes. I was a little shocked yeah. that Jeremy didn't win because there was a moment there I was like, okay, Jeremy is totally going to win this. Right. But Savage and Deeds, two old school players, exactly. completely. Just yeah, school and Jeremy. Killed it. Killed it. Yeah, and they and they all stayed like right neck at neck pretty much the whole time. Yeah, like you said, it was anyone's game. So, so congratulations to uh, Angor and to Kaya. for the one time. Angor got something. They got their one something, and then they well, had to ruin it. I thought when they won the reward <laughs> challenge, it was going to kind of set the tone for the rest of the episode. Right. I really thought, like, oh, now their momentum's picking yeah, up. They're going to do they're well. They're going to dominate the immunity challenge. And I think when they got back to camp and they were enjoying their reward, I believe it might have been Abby Maria that said, we're totally going to win the immunity You're challenge. Right. And I'm thinking, <laughs> oh my gosh, is this like setting it up for them yeah. to win? Like for us to think that, oh my gosh, you know, Angor is actually. That's what I thought. They got food in their belly, you know, (sighs) they have some energy now. Oh, this is going to be their, sort of their ticket into winning. Mm -hmm. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Enough of the Angor tribe for a little while. Mm. We'll keep Hot Hot Mess Express a little bit towards (laughs) the end of this recap. Let's talk about Bayon. Okay. So Jeremy is keeping very secretively (laughs) the information about the hidden immunity idol. He claimed it. And said, this is my hidden immunity idol. Yeah, so he's not he telling would. anybody. Mm-hmm. But he's playing along like he doesn't, which I think he's doing a great job. And he that conversation at the watering well yeah. with him and Steven. Steven. And Steven's, you know, old school. So, like, on his season of Token Chains, when he got exiled or when you would go to exile, that's where you would find clues Look, right, for the right, right. idol. 
But so he's still kind of new to the hidden immunity idols being around camp and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting because he was like, where do you even begin looking? Yeah. Like up in a tree? <laughs> do you climb the tree? So I thought it was really funny just yeah. kind of see that. And Jeremy was totally up for sending him on a wild goose chase. He was like, yep, <laughs> you should go look there and spend some time there. Yeah, I mean, good for him. He's totally playing the game. I mean, when they initially were looking for it was the last episode. I mm-hmm. thought Jeremy was in it for the team. And, you know, he might be playing this whole like, oh, nicer side but no he's in it for himself and i'm proud of him yeah you should I keep it agree. for yourself i think it's great and it, we see kelly wentworth doing the same thing exactly she's not yeah, telling exactly. anybody so i think that is a really smart move to make yes do you think the old schoolers would make the same decision that's a good question right? that's why i'm kind of hoping that at some point an old schooler will Gets find a hidden immunity idol yeah. because it'd be interesting to see what they'll what do they with do. it because on their seasons they didn't really have the opportunity to play with hidden immunity idols so true so I like that. Right? I wish we could see more of that. Yes. So okay. moving forward with the Bayonne tribe, uh, Bayonne. I always, Bayonne. I always yeah. pronounce yeah. this tribe. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> Bayonne. 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 Jeremy approached Spencer, and there's a little bit of a conversation going back and forth about Wigglesworth. And Spencer says oh, that right, right, he right. would have been the next one to go on to KO had mm-hmm. they lost the immunity challenge, and totally throwing Wigglesworth. Under, under the bus. The bus. Yes. Spencer wants people to know that Wigglesworth has people to run back to in the future, vote-wise. Mm-hmm. Which I think Spencer's kind of, you know, playing his cards right, He's covering playing. his bases. But at the same time, I'm like, I love the old school survivors so much that I would hate to see Wigglesworth go so soon. Exactly. we haven't, as viewers, seen much of her. Exactly. Even when he brought her name up, I was like, no! No, no, let's not even talk about her. Yeah. So wrote, hopefully uh, yeah. that's not foreshadowing anything anytime soon. Because yeah. I would like to see Wigglesworth do well only because she is like the original, the OG. Exactly. She's the OG. Yeah. When they weren't doing well in the challenge, I started getting nervous. I was like, no, they have to win. Yeah. Cause I just, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I'm tired of seeing Angor, but I just, I want to keep all of those really good people in there. I agree. Yeah. Well, Monica, on the other hand, she has a conversation with Spencer about the, dynam- the dynamics of the new tribe, mm-hmm. and she is completely doubting. This is when we start to see Monica Padilla play. on Survivor Second Chance. A little playing. And she's speaking out about how she doesn't really trust what Spencer is saying. She doesn't think that he's being completely truthful. He's mm-hmm. a little sneaky. Mm-hmm. And Monica kind of wants to keep the girl count in and the boys count down. Mm-hmm. Which I'm Which always like, about. Right? Yeah. I'm always <laughs> about girl power. So when Monica is saying this, my ears perked up and I was like, uh-huh. all right. <laughs> so I would funny. love to see some uh, girl power on yes. the tribe and see Wigglesworth, Padilla, and uh, Kimmy Kappenberg. Yeah, just to see them at all, yeah. first of all. Yeah, yeah. Like just, just to see a little screen <laughs> just to time see them at, all. at all. But yes, totally. I would love to see, yeah, all of that. For you guys who are in the live chat right now, let us know what you guys think. Would you like to see maybe the women of the new Bayonne tribe take over? Mm-hmm. Are you guys Ooh, kind of pulling over. a little bit for Monica, Kelly Wigglesworth, and Kimmy Kappenberg? Because as far as we're concerned, we don't see them enough. Right. And we would like to see more of them. Exactly. And in this case, take control and show the boys what the girls are made of. Yep. That's what I would like. Oh, that would be so fun. So that's kind of uh, where we're at with the... Bayon tribe. Bayon. 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 One of these days I'll get it right, you guys. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Moving forward with the Takeo tribe. 
we oh, it opens up a little bit with Cass. We yes. start to see a little bit more with her. And she said some quote tonight that was I found to be really profound. Mm-hmm. And she said, if you lost Survivor your first time out, you got to go do something differently your second time around. Mm-hmm. Socially, I didn't do anything anything good my first time. Everyone thought I was going to come into this second chance and be a little, a little turd. turd. When she said turd, <laughs> I was just praying that hashtag turd was going to come over <laughs> the bottom of the screen. <laughs> So funny. So good. She, she, people are, of course, expecting her to be a little turd. Yeah. And she really took that to heart and read this book called How to Win Friends and Influence People. Have yes. you ever heard of that book before? No, I have not. It's so funny. I've heard about this book for quite a while now over the past year because really? my boyfriend's favorite book is this book. Re- favorite book? Yeah. And he watched Survivor with me tonight and he was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> right. I already like her. I and I was like, yeah. I mean, he literally speaks like so passionately about this really? book that now I'm curious. I almost brought it in tonight. So I kind of oh, want to read it and see yeah, what kind of pointers Cass is getting. I mean, Cass I love books on like influencing people and I think all that's so fascinating. So, I mean, that's very straightforward. Very. <laughs> win friends. Yeah. So, I mean, she did her homework, which, you know, is interesting because a lot of times you think, oh, going into Survivor, you're going to prep physically and, you know, learn to make fire and this and that. But for her to, you know, go into her homework socially, I thought that was pretty... Yeah, yeah, totally props, her. totally props good to cast for that. Cause she even said in the book that she learned a little bit about how, um, you want to act as sincere as you can when it comes to being around people and in social situations. So I think if cast can kind of continue that approach and that uh, mentality, we can see cast do really, really yeah, well. Which we She's on did your with her fantasy I know, team. I know. I was totally not expecting this from her. She was my <laughs> last choice. I was like, oh, sure, and cast. Yeah, I was totally not expecting that. And then for her to go and make that little belated birthday gift, it was so cute. The little, you know, they thought she was working on a fake idol, but she made a little gift for Kelly. Which was hilarious. Because the transition of how whoever produced and edited tonight's episode was yeah, great. Because right. this little segment with Takeo specifically. Specifically, you know, Cass is all like, I am turning a new leaf and I'm learning from my previous chances. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. And then it cuts to Kelly and she's like, so I woke up this morning and I saw Cass (laughs) trying to cut beads off her bag and I saw her making something on the beach. I tried to approach her and then Cass immediately was like, no. Go, go the other way. And the way she said it too, like I mean, you could have been a little nicer, but yeah, ultimately the payoff was better. It was so <laughs> funny. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. And then great. of course, lo and behold, since Kelly was the one that approached Cass, yeah. <laughs> it was complete like 180. And really, what Cass was doing was making Kelly Wentworth so a little funny. birthday present, good luck charm. So yes. I was like. Oh, Cass. So cute. I love that she even said, Cass said, as if I had the skills to make an idol. And she said it in front of Joe, who <laughs> made an idol in his season before. So he totally good. did that. So I loved that. I was like, ah. Everything about that was. There's another quote that Cass had said tonight that I also really like. Oh, this is what she said. She said, the winner of Survivor Second Chance will be someone who embraces evolution and change. change. Mm-hmm. I think that is like a true testament to what Second Chance Survivor is all about. But the only person that I think that really speaks for would be Spencer at this point. Because I feel like we hear a lot more of Spencer trying to change and really trying to separate his last experience to this one and making it like a new approach. So maybe Spencer cast wins. Like I really can't tell. But just from story alone, it seems like Spencer has already been trying to do that from the gate. Yeah. Is like 
making those changes. True. And I was totally with you until tonight when he started talking about Kelly and like, you know, he was kind of, I don't know if maybe he's just getting a little desperate or he just starts to scramble a little bit. But when he started talking about Kelly, I was like, oh no, Spencer, come on. <laughs> I was just with you until two seconds ago. So I don't know. We'll see. We it's hard to see who's see. really being so genuine about, oh, change and who's just playing the game. And even if they are playing the game, I kind of respect them for that. So it's like, ah. <laughs> Very true. Uh, well, that's that's really like all the screen time Zakao got tonight. So yeah, true. Because again, it's the encore show. Hot it Mess is. Express. Goodness gracious. Before we move forward and recap the immunity challenge in tonight's episode, as well as the tribal council drama that unfolded, mm. I just want to remind every single one of you who are watching right now to head over to iTunes, subscribe to AfterBuzz TV, follow us as much as you can on our live chat, keep the conversation going, and don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe because we want to keep the conversation going with all of you every single week. We're super fans of the yes. show, just as much as you guys are. So. We love to hear your guys' opinions because it gives us stuff to talk about on here that we might not think of as well. Exactly. So that's all Please I really have do. to say. But right now our watch count is going up. So we're about 20 people watching live right Ooh, now. Thank you. So I have one request for everyone who's watching live at this time. Go copy and paste the link of this YouTube video and tweet it. Hashtag Survivor Second Chance. Please. And share it with the world. Because yes. clearly, people who are watching Survivor are missing out on our after show right? tonight. <laughs> and we want them to join in on the fun. Yes. All right. Yeah, and join in on the conversation. Exactly. You know, more people you guys have to talk to. So moving forward with the immunity challenge, mm-hmm. one tribe uh, had a designated caller, while the rest of the tribe was to be blindfolded using verbal command, the... The caller was going to direct the blindfolded players to large and heavy puzzle pieces to collect. The first two tribes to finish win immunity, and there's 16 total pieces, mm. which I thought was insane. Yeah. What did you think of the immunity challenge? It was exhausting just to watch it. Just watching it was <laughs> exhausting and painful, and oh my god, I was not... I mean, some of the challenges, I'm like, oh, yeah, I could do that. I would love to do that. This, I was not jealous at all. I did not want to be there. They were all getting beat up. <laughs> I think almost all of them had injuries of some sort. They all had little outs and oohs. And uh, that one point where Tasha's leg got, like, you know, jammed in between two pieces. Ooh, yes. I was, oh, I was feeling for her. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was definitely it was a brutal challenge. And yeah. we have seen this particular immunity challenge on so many seasons mm-hmm. before. I, me- I specifically remember it on Survivor All-Stars season eight mm. and so many injuries occurred then. So it's just like, oh my gosh, I, if I was one of the players going into this immunity challenge, I would have been like so nervous right? about being injured. Right. And it <sighs> makes you think like, oh, maybe I should be a caller. But then even that, I don't know if I could live with that either. <laughs> that was a lot of guilt there. <laughs> like just running people into other people and objects and be responsible for them. Ooh, ouch. Yeah. And a lot of the liners that Jeff was making tonight during the challenge had me rolling. Yeah. I was just laughing so uh. hard. I'm trying to look because, I, again, like I was live tweeting the show while taking notes. And uh-huh. a lot of the stuff I tweeted aren't in my notes. So I'm trying to go back and look. Um, but, yeah, this challenge, again, very painful. Mm. It looked like it could have been anyone's game. Yeah. There was one point where I was like, I really don't know who's going to win and who's going to there lose. There's so much going on. It was on. neck and neck. So yeah. much was happening. I think my favorite line was Keith, though. I can't hear. I can't <laughs> Can't hear. That's what. That's it. I can't right there. Hear. I tweeted. I was like, <laughs> "What the heck, Keith? You can't over. hear." Poor Cass is literally screaming her <laughs> face off. And then she was at one point. It just showed her face. She was just. She just gave up. She was like, 
I don't know what else to do other than just scream, you know? <laughs> Poor Cass, literally turning oh, red in the face. Me. Then Jeff Probst is like, oh, Terry's so looking funny. like a guy at a party waiting for an invitation yeah. to dance. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jeff Probst. Oh, and who was it? Was it was it Terry that was just standing there with his arm up, just waiting to be called up? <laughs> so <laughs> like, really? funny. Uh, so funny. Yeah. Yeah, uh, big shout out to Charlie Rose 214 in the live chat right now. They said that they missed my glasses, so I put oh, them back yeah. on. <laughs> I did love your glasses. <laughs> they look so good. Thank you. With your shirt, too. So I put it oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, I put it back on. <laughs> um, so yeah, it could have been anyone's game at this point. For the Angor tribe, we had Jeff as the caller, Bayonne, Kimmy, Takeo, Cass. Loved all the callers. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that Kimmy was even a caller because we haven't seen much that. of her talk. Yeah, I was going to say that. I was like, really? But you guys, don't you guys think Kimmy. she has issues socially? Okay, that's all cool. Right. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> well, Takeo was the first tribe to have all 16 of their pieces. And then second place was Bayonne. Mm-hmm. Angor lost. And after the challenge, I felt terrible because Savage was really like, I have never felt this strain before. It's yeah, kind of you scary. Could you could just see it physically yeah. on him, how much the game has really taken a toll totally on him. Totally drained. And because of how much they played him up on tonight's episode, I was really worried that somehow Savage was going to go home at one nah, point. And yeah. I was like, and then when he was talking about how physically weak he was, I was like, well, maybe he like it's sick and like has to, I don't know. I just had a lot of thoughts running through my head. <laughs> yeah. Joseph Bose on the live chat says, I thought Savage was going to pass out. He looked exhausted yes. from the heat and they haven't eaten in five days. Yes. yes. Joseph Bose, we he agree. He was looking pale. Was like, you guys are in the sun. He was sun, looking right? fairly ill. Yes. So Angor, once again, Hot Mess Express, heading to <laughs> Tribal Council. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of uh, conversations that happen prior. Golly. There's a lot of commotion. So frustrated. So Varner obviously injured himself in the challenge. Yeah. I think he hurt his ankle or his foot. It was swollen. It was purple. Toe. He talked about it at Tribal Council. But he was injured. So automatically I'm thinking, great. Varner's obviously number one to on be the on the head list to go yeah. home. But then there's conversation about possibly voting out Woo. And that's mainly because Abby Maria is trying to get Uh, Woo out because Woo wants... Well, Woo doesn't necessarily want Abby Maria out. Woo just happened to vote Abby Maria, the two tribal councils they've all gone to together. Right, which hasn't worked out twice for him. No. So... But gosh, but I mean, really, like, that's Abby's only reason for wanting to get Woo out. The only reason was that you voted me. Like, that's so childish. It's like, I get that you're Ah. a little paranoid, but... If Wu's votes aren't really mattering in any sort of majority, yeah. then he's not a threat to you. Exactly. Yeah. No one's really been all that. Again, I don't think him, Abby Maria so grasps the concept the of Survivor. She just takes everything so personally. Like, Going back so to what Savage said at the beginning of the episode, it's just deep rooted insecurities, which is like part of me feels bad for this girl. Right. Yes. You're Get right. it together. You're right. Yeah. We should feel bad. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Wu has a conversation with Abby Maria where he's trying to make uh, a plea his case, essentially. Mm-hmm. But she's totally at that point not buying it. Yeah. Not really taking into consideration what he's laying down for her. Mm-hmm. She's going by the fact that, you know, Varner was really looking out for me and like has been loyal to me. Mm-hmm. And then Tasha even talks with Abby Maria about how Varner should have been the one gone last time. Right. And it's just that well, whole conversation between the two of them was so funny. Where Tasha's just like rolling her eyes, like, oh, and she's like, I'm, I'm, li- I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, and, and I'm like, just like, <laughs> literally, if I was a drinking game, I would have been taking like six shots, and then I would have been out. Because she so said it over funny. and over. So funny. I'm thinking, Tasha I'm thinking. Tasha said something, what she say? Um, talking to Abby, she was like, you say it's blue, she'll say it's yellow. I was <laughs> like, oh my gosh, yes, I feel like that. She's I so love Tasha. Yeah, she yes. Love yeah. Tasha. Yeah. She's well, a big Abby Maria 
Yeah, she is. She's <laughs> killing it. Abby Maria talks about how in one of her little confessionals that the challenge or who she's voting out comes down to tonight. It, does it come to winning challenges or does it come to trust and loyalty mm-hmm. where she's going to vote? And I'm thinking to myself in that moment, why is nobody talking about getting rid of Abby Maria? Exactly. I understand she's an easy beat at the end of the game, right. but that's so far ahead of the game right. that like, I don't even want to consider going to the end with her. She's just so I don't risky. even want to last 39 so days risky. with her. Yeah, right? Yeah. Good God. I mean, I'm as like, a viewer, it's a little done. <laughs> at this point, I really would have been like, wait, why are we giving Abby Maria so much control? Again, so this is why I'm like, Abby Maria is doing something right. They even hashtagged Abby time. Everyone was at, like babying her, pretty much giving her whatever she wants. Giving her so much. Man, Real shout out to Sheena123. He just said, I love you, Susanna. Oh, I love you too. Yes. <laughs> I love this live, live chatting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Going back to the Abby, Mer- the Abby time that we're having here in the studio. I know. Yeah. We're having I just, Abby time. I think if I were out there and I saw how much control Abby Maria has had in the way the votes were going. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, why are we doing this? Let's get rid of Abby Maria because at one point or another, she's going to have control to maybe get me out. Yeah. Oh my God. And I don't want that to happen. And I thought if at least one person might have just slipped her name up, you know, like that could have been an easy turn, but mm-hmm. no, not once. She had so much power. So much power. Again, so which in my opinion, Abby's obviously doing something right. Yeah. I don't think she realizes she's doing right, something right, but right, she's doing right. something right in You're the point right. where she is always in the middle. Always the deciding vote. Yeah. But that's also why I don't think, I don't, I mean, I don't understand why the others aren't thinking, well, if she has this much control with every tribal council, mm-hmm. why don't we take her out? Because at some point, she's going to probably be that one vote that decides if I'm going to exactly. go home or not. Yep. So. Yeah. No, that's going to happen for sure. And I can't wait to see who it hurts. I mean, because already she <laughs> voted out the one person who didn't vote her. You know, so she's already, you know. One more shout out for you, loyal. Susanna. Not trying to go off topic here, but Charlie Rose 214. James, tell Susanna that we all love her. She's beautiful and I love her oh ombre hair. God, I can't. I can't, you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Tori Brewster in uh, Keeping Up With The Conversation With Us says, Abby should not have no power. I agree. And then Rebecca Gibson chimes in on the conversation saying, Abby always says she is so loyal, but I think everyone who has gone home so far, it's because she flipped on them. That's exactly what I was Joseph saying. Joseph Boza continues, Abby Maria is so stupid that she doesn't realize <laughs> she's doing a good job this far. She has nine lives. She needs yes. to go before the merge. Otherwise, I'm nervous that she'll make it to the end. That's funny. So everyone agrees. She's everyone doing a agrees. good job, but she's not aware of it. So I don't know how much and we can give props to her for that. Agree. And I know there's a lot of people, and there was one point where she's like, people just value my personality, and like, she, this is why I'm in the game, and I'm thinking, no, honey, everyone's really just using you. No one actually like values her. your personality. But I want to make it clear. I don't, I'm not personally attacking Abby Maria. I don't think she's a terrible human being outside of Survivor, but you have to understand what we're viewing on the show. Right. It's what I'm basing my opinion on. Exactly. Off of. Her edit is not a positive one. I find her to be really obnoxious. Again, opinions I'm forming just from the edit we see on Survivor. Yeah. I'm sure in the real world, she could be a great girl and there's probably some wonderful qualities about her, but she Survivor's not choosing to show that to us. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> Just want to make that very clear. So it's really, all it's fun. the editors it's that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but really, I mean, we're super fans. We're going off of how she's playing the game, and you know, we're not judging her as a person. You know, no, yeah. it's a hundred percent what we're game, seeing. What she's and aware of. Just from nah. my experience, having been on a reality show, I know that how editing can really 
change people's perspectives on you as a person. And it's like, what we're seeing are just the little slivers that producers want us to see to help guide the story. So again, our opinions are just on the edit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And while I'm talking, I'm trying to think of something maybe that I've seen of her that I'm like, oh yeah, that was good. But I, you know, (laughs) so when that, when that happens, since she it seems like she's going to be around for a while, you know, maybe she'll win us over. You don't know. Maybe next week we'll be pr- singing her praises. Her. You yeah, never know. Exactly. <laughs> you never every time. <sighs> All right. So tribal council. <laughs> Varner comes in with a cane. Yeah. Jeff Probst addresses it. Varner talks about how his ankle is swollen and purple. And I'm thinking, yikes. I don't know if I would say that at tribal council Rough because goings. already I'd be like, oh, you're not going to be able to pull your weight in challenges. Right. Especially people already don't think already, that. Exactly. Already then in you're your just position? perpetuating that mindset. Right. Yikes. Yeah. Jeff then addresses Abby and says, or Probe says, Abby, Wu says that it's either him or Varner. Is this an easy vote or is it difficult? Um... And she's obviously like, well, yeah, blah, 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 whatever. Like, Wu's a physical threat. Right. But in my, well, people were talking about Wu is a physical threat. But in my mind, I'm also thinking, well, so is Savage. Yeah. So why is Wu getting all the slack of like, hey, like, you're a physical threat. You got to go before the merge and whatever. That's what their mindset was with why Wu should have gone tonight. But I'm thinking Savage is also a physical physical threat. threat. I remember him doing really well on Survivor Pearl Islands, and he seems to be holding his own on this season. I think they just weren't considering him at all, you know, as far as, like, eliminating him. I mean, and he did did provide, you know, sort of with the first challenge. So I think they were just, I guess, ganging up on Wu because it was really just between Wu and Varner, unfortunately. Poor Wu and Varner. I would not have thought. Didn't Joseph Boza wants to chime in really quick and say that is correct, James and Susanna. I too agree that Abby Maria could be a cool person, but I judge what I see, <laughs> and that is why I'm nervous for the end with her because the wrong person could win the game. No, yeah. I, mean, I think that's why we have that's why we have um, the jury. You know, exactly. we're gonna have to rely on the jury. Well, what I loved about every tribal council so far this season mm-hmm. is that when people know that they're having the potential of going home or that their name has been thrown out there, their their pleas that they give are so fun to watch. Yes. Because they really put all of their guts yes. out into it. You know, they're just like, yes. Yeah. I, I want to fight to stay. I thought between the two of them, I mean, I don't know if we really had much of a pitch, but I thought Jeff had a really good pitch. Me I too. thought he made the better pitch, you know, if anything. So oh, I was like, completely. okay, did that work against you then maybe? <laughs> because your pitch is so good that people see, oh, yep, you're a threat, you know? Just like in the way that you word things. Because, yeah, it's true. Like, woo. I'm just not, I wouldn't be all that worried about him. He's not super strategic. He's not all that great with his words. Yes, he might be a physical threat-ish, but I mean, that's not much of a threat. If anything, that kind of just helps you get further. Right. So, yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. I was just having, yeah, mixed emotions because that was a good pitch. I tried to transcribe Varner's pitch because I loved it so much. Oh. So I was like typing as I was yes, listening. so good. And he said, Tasha, you have been closed off to me, but I trust you and I'm loyal to you. Ah. Savage, I'm absolutely loyal to you. We're both old school and have a lot more in common. Mm-hmm. Abby, I've been loyal to you since day one. I have not voted for you and I will not vote for you. I hope that you repay that to me. Yes. So and even Abby was hurting. You, it kind of seemed like maybe it. she already had her mind set. You know, on voting him. So mm-hmm. when he said that, she was, oh, she was squirming. Okay, so there you go. Maybe that's 
one redeeming factor. Yeah, I, not, she has you know, feelings. She has feelings, yeah. I mean, that was sweet of her to, you know, kind of feel that he was tugging on that. And Would you... And she voted Let's him. say you're a member of the Angor tribe. <laughs> let's put ourselves in some survivor shoes for All a second. Right. What would you have done? Hot do you think you would have gone for someone like Wu at this point? Or do you think you would have voted for Varner at this point in the game? At this point in the game, if I had to do just between the two of them, obviously... Abby's not in question. Yeah. <laughs> Between the two of them. Yeah, I guess it would be Varner, yeah. Because I do see him as more of a social threat, you know. And a physical um, liability. Right, exactly. Yeah. How much is how much further is he gonna get me in the game? And, you know, do I really trust him all that much? Yeah, I trust him maybe as like a person, he's nice and everything, but I definitely see him being the kind of person that could just flip on you. Whereas Wu seems like you know, he's a little bit more of a puppy dog, right? <laughs> you know, he's, he's kind of going to follow. He's going to be loyal to who he wants to be loyal with. And, you know, I think I could count on that a little bit more. I Agreed. Guess. So, what about you? I probably would have voted, as much as I love Varner, mm-hmm. I can see me being like the type of player that would want to work with Varner. Right. But I also know that at this point in the game, before the merge, it is a tribal game. Exactly. And if you're tired of losing, then you need to make those tough choices and say, we gotta cut the weakest link, because you're only as strong as your weakest player. Right. So in this case, with Varner's injury, I probably would have had to vote for Varner, which would have been very tough, because I just love Varner. He's such a great character. I know. But for everyone in the live chat, you guys have been so great tonight. We want to know, before the end of this episode, who would you have gone for? Would you have voted for Wu because of him being a physical competitor, someone that would have been threatening to your game down the line? Or would you have voted out Varner, someone who is a physical liability for the tribe now and is also a social threat, Mm -hmm. which seems more like a win-win? What Mm -hmm. would you have done? Varner or Wu? So unfortunately, Varner was voted out tonight. I'm really sad that I finally lost a member of my Survivor Fantasy League team. He was eliminated in a vote of four to one, and I cannot believe Abby Maria didn't even just throw him a pity vote. Yeah. Yeah, she was harsh. But I mean, yeah, but I love his little comment at the end, you little bitch. Like, yeah, I loved that. Oh, with a little kiss the on night. the cheek. Yeah, with a little kiss on the cheek. It was, yeah, I loved it. And I just loved Varner's final words because it seemed like he was really okay. I mean, I'm probably sure, like, if you're voted outside, you're never fully okay. Right, but it right. seemed like he was at peace at the fact that he got what he wanted and would never trade it in for the world. And yeah, it was at a good point and good time in his life, and he couldn't have asked for more. Yeah. So I just love. Varner's optimism and just he just seems like a class act so mm-hmm. I love him yeah love him I'm Varner. gonna miss him Me I am too. his comments were so, he was so funny they gave him so much camera time because all of his, <laughs> his lines were so good so good gotta so. give it Varner as much attention before he leaves as possible yeah. wow okay okay one two <sighs> three four five six six people of the 19 watching right now said that they would have kept Wu mm. so yeah we're all on the same page that Varner seemed to be the better option right <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then Will Jardell, wow. my boyfriend who happens to be watching right now, said I would have <laughs> voted for Wu. Wink Aww. face. <laughs> Too funny. All right, so let's uh, talk about our fantasy league teams and where we're at right now, what the status is. Susanna, let's talk about yours first okay, because yeah, you're I'm the only happy. one who still has all five original members intact. I'm just so happy with my team. <laughs> like, I, I know we have the option to get those free agents, but none of those are appealing to me. I love my team. We haven't really seen all too much of most of them, actually, <laughs> which I think is what's keeping it safe for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I love my team. Obviously, I love Joe, Keith, hilarious, so funny. And I can definitely see people keeping him around sort of as like a goat. 
Um-ish, but I don't know. I love it. He's super entertaining. Um, Kelly, I was a little worried when Spencer was talking about her, but I realized that really makes me happy that we did this whole fantasy thing because it adds like this little extra, you know, like, um, to, oh my God, you know, I get more excited when they talk about them. You're genuinely whatever. rooting for these people yes. now. Yeah. Yes. Sierra, um, she seems to be in good health. So, you know, the whole worry we had about her, you know, being sick, maybe having to leave. That wasn't an issue, so that's good. And Cass, man, she is, yeah, she's having her own crazy storyline. Which I love. Excited, yeah. She's got a little Seizing the second chance. Yes. So, I'm happy. I love my team. Me too. (laughs) I'm jealous. (laughs) So excited. Team Paige, and she's not here to speak on behalf of them. I think that she has... Wu, I'm worried about. I think Wu's time is uh, very limited on the yeah, show. Yeah, it's getting close. But for Jeremy and Tasha, she's got two powerhouse players. Yeah, that I the think are going to do really well. Yeah. yeah, and I think they're going to be about both of them actually fun to watch. Yeah, still. totally. Um, but unfortunately for Team James, we had to say goodbye to Varner tonight. <sighs> I'm yeah. really sad. But we saw a little bit more of Monica. Monica, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so she's finally on the map. That's good. Yeah, she's she's on the show. Um, I still feeling pretty confident about Spencer and Kelly. They were played up quite a bit on the first two episodes. They've kind of been kind of in the middle of the last two. So I'm feeling pretty good that they're going to do really well and yeah. last quite a while. Kimmy, I would like to see more from because she's an old schooler, and yeah. we all know Kimmy from Survivor Outback yeah. as the and she's such the a one big that got the finger in the face. Yeah. I would have just liked to see more of Kimmy, but. Which we will, I'm hope you know, hopefully. Well, the free agents, uh, it'll be interesting to see if we trade any over the next few weeks. Yeah, and, how do you uh, feel about that? I, if I want to trade for anyone, I probably would trade for Steven, Seth. which is... Oh, really? Yeah, because I know Paige wants Savage, so I can't take okay. it. <laughs> but part of me is also like, should I take Abby Maria because she oh, continues man. to go far? As like, is that a ballsy move like, for me? Right. Who knows? Ooh. Who knows? Ooh, ooh. All right, let's dive into predictions before we wrap things up tonight. Predictions. Next episode looks like a good one. Yes. And now, your after buzz mm. TV predictions. I'm trying to remember what we saw on the previews. Well, it looked like the tagline of what Jeff was saying is that the unlikeliest of players can be the one to take over the game. Right. Essentially, is what the gist of I got. Right. And... We see a little bit of conversation. One thing that really stuck out to me is Kimmy, which I'm really excited I was about. Say that, yeah. Because we're finally going to see some Kimmy action. Exactly. And she, I tweeted her tonight and I was like, why haven't we seen you? And she goes, it's Kapanen. It's Kapanen. Because her last name's Kappenberg. I loved it. It was really clever. She said on the preview for next week that she's a snake in the grass. There's going to be casualties. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, okay, she said Who she's a snake in the about? grass. Who is she talking about? Mm-hmm. And the only person I can see her saying that about would probably be Monica. Right. Because of how heated she was and the whole she's a snake in the grass kind of thing. Yeah. I don't think it's Wigglesworth because we haven't really seen, they haven't been around each other enough for her to be that heated over Wigglesworth. Over, exactly. I feel like she'd be more heated over Monica being a snake in the grass because they've been on the original tribe since the very beginning. So true. So what do you guys think? Do you think that maybe Monica's the snake in the grass? Are we going to see a little bit of her trying to be shady and trying to stir things up next mm-hmm. week? It'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. What do you think's going to happen? No, I agree with you. Yeah, now that you say that, I totally agree. I feel like everyone sort of has like this this, you know, underlying level of respect for Kelly for <laughs> for, you know, for mm-hmm. Wigglesworth just to, you know, yeah, so I, I totally agree with you. I think if she was talking about someone it would be Monica. And 
Yeah, I'm excited to see her make some moves, you know, see her play, actually, even, you know, making comments about people. It was exciting this episode. So, yeah, to see her actually make some moves. I'm hoping, I'm hoping we see another idol next episode. Is Me too. I'm excited about. Because, yeah, we didn't get any idol action. You know, we didn't have any idols hidden in any of the, you know, challenges. So, yes, that's what I'm looking for. It'll be a good episode. I'm already excited for the drama. I know. <laughs> Hopefully it gets off of Anchor. Oh, right. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see a lot of we'll more screen time of other people. Council. Sweet Lord. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up season, uh, episode four. What's the beef? What's the beef? Susanna, where can they find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at Susanna underscore Kim. It's S-U-S-A-N-N-A-H. And on Instagram at Susanna Kim. Wonderful. And you can follow me on Twitter at James Wallington and on Instagram at James.Wallington. And last but not least, if you're a big fan of the show Big Brother and are missing it because it's no longer on the air for the rest <laughs> of the year, I participated in like a little spoof called Big Sister. It's on my boyfriend's channel, Will Jardell's channel. You can head over there, catch up on all the episodes, because we'll be releasing a new episode tomorrow. And trust me, it's a good one. So I'll be tweeting the link out right now, so make sure you catch up on all the episodes. And we will see everyone next Wednesday night for another episode of Survivor After Show. Yes. See you guys next week. Thanks for joining. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 